0: I know you can achieve these dreams because you are amazing, genius, and divine. Now let's get to the episode. Welcome, everyone. I am here with a truly dear, dear friend, Scott Fardulis. Scott has been in the network marketing industry since he was a teenager, or just uh, you know, just around college time. And Scott started off as a kid being an entrepreneur. He told me the story of about- how he used to go to a store, buy ice cream, then go back and sell the ice cream to kids at school for more money. (laughs) So Scott is an amazing husband, father of three incredible kids. I've had the privilege of meeting two of them. I know Scott's wife, Juliet quite well. And I just consider it an absolute honor to be here with someone who is just such an amazing human being, Full of integrity and such an amazing leader in the network affiliate industry. So Scott, thank you so much for being here today,
1: Gloria. I'll tell you it was uh, really an honor to uh, have the opportunity to be on here with you. and uh, thank you for your kind words. Your friendship means the world to me. And you know, as you were just saying all that, it's it's like I believe we all aspire to friend up. You know, we always want the best friends and relationships in our lives as possible because the good Lord knows that sometimes we we have some relationships that aren't always that great in, in our lives. So I I feel like uh, my life was was blessed and enhanced by meeting you years ago. And uh it was one of those opportunities to friend up. So thank you.
0: Well. Ditto. So you and I were having a conversation just uh, uh, several weeks ago, and you really grabbed my attention. We didn't have enough time to have a fuller conversation on this. But you were telling me how, I mean, lots of us have done this at the beginning of the year, we come up with our word for the year. And you said your word for this year was crazy. (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've been known to have these words and I I think carefully about these words. They're not just flippant for me. One year, my word was obsessed and I I took a a Sharpie pen and I put it on the palm of my hand and I didn't let it erase. As soon as it was fading, I retraced it. And I, you know, we look at our hands so much. I just kept looking at that thinking obsessed. What am I obsessed about? So the same theme, you know, this year it's, uh, it's crazy. And um, I'll tell you where that comes from. We all have these experiences in our life when we can think about when we shared something that we were excited about, or that was a dream of ours on the front of our mind. And it was really out there. We told somebody and we either heard like, wow, that's really cool. Or that's amazing. Or that's awesome. Or we heard things like, what are you out of your mind? That's crazy. And so it was always the people that responded to me that said, you're out of your mind, or that's completely crazy. That I I instead of seeing that as a negative, like, oh, you know, the shoulders forward and you feel like your bubbles burst. And and I always I always let that comment actually fuel my fire. Now I'm maybe personal and get a little bit vulnerable here, but I I do think back when I was in college to be specific. And and um here I was flying airplanes every day and and becoming a commercial pilot and my interest was being in the military and I realized I was related to Chuck Yeager. And uh, that was a fun little discovery for me. And so my my thought was, is that I'd fly in the military, ultimately fly for an airline and live happily ever after with a family. And, and I discovered, as you said in the introduction, network marketing as a teenager when I was in high school. So now here I am inside of my dormitory room in college and you know we didn't have cool technology back then so i i was a kid that grew up without a a cell phone without a computer no technology no devices no such thing as email and so you'd find pieces of paper you'd find chalkboards or whiteboards I didn't even have whiteboards, I don't think, then no, we didn't. So just like chalkboards. And you so you'd find a place to say, okay, here's you and here's possible. So we draw shapes and 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 different diagrams on chalkboards and demonstrate to people what we were talking about. But anyhow, I remember having this this model in college working out of my dorm room. And one day I'm sitting in classes and I'm thinking, how much money am I spending? paying these professors to teach me things that probably they've never done in their life. You know, because here I was a business degree and an aviation major, business major and an aviation major. And and one day because of network marketing, I'm thinking this month in my network marketing business, I made more than any of these professors that are talking to me about the subject that I'm paying them $20,000 a year to learn. And then it hit me. This is crazy. Now, imagine that I've started Dating my wife in college. And one day she's like, I really want you to meet my parents. And I couldn't wait to meet her parents. And so we went into a phone booth. Imagine a phone booth. So you got to take your calling card out and put in your 35-digit, you know, code, and then you can make a long distance call. And here I am meeting them for the first time. And they're asking me questions like, What are you going to do with your, with your life when you when you grow up? You're dating our daughter. What, what are you going to do with yourself? And so here I am, and I literally let the words escape out of my mouth. I could have said something cool like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a, a pilot and and I'm going to do something smart with business. And instead, get this, I said, I am going to be and I am a network marketer. And And it was like there was this moment of silence, Gloria, when they're figuring out, wait a second, did he just say he was going to be in one of those home-based business things? <laughs> and, and and here comes the questions: Is that like this or is that like that? And when I'm like, yeah, because kind of, pyramid it's
0: schemes, like, right?
1: The letdown, right? The letdown. <laughs> like, wait a second, you're dating our daughter. You can't do this. You can't be one of those people. That's not prestigious enough. And so the response was, that's crazy. And so I, I've been told so many times in my life, Gloria, that either my thinking was crazy or that I was outright crazy. And so rather than take that as a negative, it's a positive. I love. Being told I'm crazy. But does that kind of set the stage for you on why that word is so important and meaningful for me?
0: Sure, absolutely. I love that background. That's hysterical. I can just imagine telling the in laws. Right. Right? (laughs) But now, what does that mean to you? Because you and I have had a lot of conversations about this whole industry that I've been in for 44 years, you've been in for a very long time. And We're so grateful for this industry of network and affiliate marketing because we've made our livings from it. It's been good to us, and yet it is struggling. Mm -hmm. So, you know, COVID, I mean, companies were already struggling. Then COVID came along, turned the world upside down, and it hurt a lot of companies Um, You know, even if you think you're in a company that's been around for 25 years and it's great and it's stable, well, it's hurting. I I mean, there are very few companies that I'm aware of, Scott, and correct me if if I'm wrong, that haven't launched, you know, like in the last year or two, but some of those are doing great. But the ones that were around before, a lot of them, I would say the vast majority of them, their revenues are going down. Their memberships are going down. Would you agree with me?
1: I would agree completely. Not only would I agree, I think that actual factual statistics would show that everything you said can be verified and, and documented. So, you know, that's crazy. But let's talk about crazy even further. I mean, here's what we all have to recognize you're human. I'm human. What does that mean? We have feelings, we have thoughts, we have emotions, we have things that freak us out, that scare us, we have things that awaken us and alive us. We we love to celebrate and yet there's something in society that pulls us back saying, don't get too excited, there's probably a scare right around the corner. I mean, you know, it, it's interesting to look right now freeze frame, what's going on in our world? We have multiple countries that are at war. We have A a lack of agreement on political stances. We have confusion over religion. We have we have out of your mind thinking around what things related to sex are supposed to look like. I mean, we we can go down the list of all the hot topics right now that are occupying people's minds. But here's at the end of the day, what I know: I know that we all bleed the same way. We all breathe the same way. We do certain habits the same way. At the end of the day. We want to take care of our families. We want to be at peace and have a sense of satisfaction about how we're contributing to the world and how we're monetizing our craft to pay our bills. And the thing that winners and champions throughout all this muck and mire have in common is they're all a little bit crazy. And what they're crazy about are their priorities. So what are the things that we should prioritize in our life? We should prioritize our faith we should and we should be a little crazy about our faith. We should be willing to go out on a limb. If you believe something, you should be able to talk about it. We should be a little bit crazy about our our marriages and our significant others. Like I get crazy over my wife. I think about all the things that make me crazy in love with her and 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 I invest in a crazy capacity into that relationship. We should be crazy about parenting. We should be crazy about being grandparents. We should be crazy about our friendships. We should be crazy about our careers. And if we're honest with ourselves, I could ask somebody, are you really crazy about these areas of your life? Do you even know what to get crazy about? So I think if we find our priorities and then commit to being crazy, that we'll excel in all of those spaces. And I'm going to quote one of my favorite songs, you know, over time. The singer, songwriter, artist is SEAL. And he has a song called Crazy. And in that song, the lyrics in part say, but we're never going to survive until or unless we get a little bit crazy. And for me, it goes beyond survival. It's about thriving. And then if 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 surviving is about being a little bit crazy, what does thriving look like? I imagine that looks like you have to get a lot crazy. So when it comes down to network marketing, oftentimes... People get stuck in ho hum scenarios, ho hum companies that aren't on a mission to do something quite crazy. And then we wonder, why aren't, why is our company not growing? It's because we're not growing. And we constantly have to be, we have to be thinking about how we're growing as individuals so we can put that back into the company that we represent. I'll give you an example. This last weekend, my wife and I went to a, marriage conference. So I remember someone saying, Hey, what are you going to do this And I said, Oh man, um, Juliet and I, we're, we're going to go to a marriage conference. And they're like a marriage conference. Are you guys okay? And it's like, okay, what do you mean? We're great. The reason we're going is because we want to keep it that way. And, and so now you think about your network marketing business, how many retreats are you doing? How many conferences are you attending? How many books are you reading? How often are you practicing your craft in a crazy way every single day? Gloria, when we were, when we had decided to make this commitment and to really build our company, we gave up birthday parties. We gave up family celebrations. We gave Mm -hmm. up All of our clubs and interesting things. I let my golf clubs collect dust. I didn't get a ski pass. I know, boohoo. But we gave up all of our hobbies and all of our things because we said our goal and our dream is so big and so real. We cannot afford to miss. A window of opportunity to meet with someone, to talk with them, to show a plan, to do a demonstration, to let somebody sample something, to discover something about another person. We can never miss that as an opportunity. And that has to be the priority. And people go, oh, my word, you're obsessed. There came the word obsession. Mm -hmm. You're out of control. You're crazy. Get a life. And now I think, yeah, back then I was teased and mocked. I needed a life. But today I have a life Yeah. and it's perfect, Gloria. Believe me, it's not perfect. I'd never want to put out there like, oh, wow, you know, do we ever have the life? But guess what? In a crazy world, we do have a life. We don't think or freak out about things that make most people think about and freak out about because we did then what other people weren't willing to do, which was crazy so that we could have today what most people gave up the opportunity to have. And I know that's crazy. It's backward thinking.
0: Well, no, it's not, right? I mean, it's backwards to what the mass, the way the masses think. But if we all thought that way, right? Just think where we'd be at if we all thought that way. Just a little itsy bitsy teeny tiny example of that. I keep talking to my teams about using YouTube. You know, every social media platform changes, right? Facebook has changed. LinkedIn has changed. Instagram has changed. Pinterest has changed. Everything is constantly changing. And so what I find now today, not the same as it was five, six years ago, but today I am crushing recruiting on YouTube. I recruit more people every single month than most people recruit in a year. Mm-hmm. And it's because of YouTube and I do one YouTube video a week, one, maybe mm. it takes me, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. And I keep telling people, if you would get out of your little box mm. of fear and mm. your comfort zone and get crazy, yep, you'd be surprised because it's, I'm willing to do what most people aren't willing to do, which is do a YouTube video. Most people aren't willing to do it. If you can get out of your comfort zone, because so few people are willing to get out of the comfort zone of doing a YouTube video, you will recruit on autopilot. I was just the other day talking to my team about an opportunity where every single week I recruit three to five Complete and total strangers who I have never spoken to, but they they're signing up on autopilot because they're watching my YouTube videos. That's just an itsy bitsy, teeny tiny little example of crazy.
1: I think that's a great example of crazy. And and now, I mean that that's like that's like a a crazy activity that makes a lot of sense. Let's talk about crazy sacrifices again. I know I know we ended on that a second ago, but here's here's another example of crazy. It's like. We wanted something so badly that we were willing to give up certain things. So when you first get married, what do most people think of? Let's let's build a nest. Let's let's set up shop. Let's build a nest. Let's decorate our home. You know, you open your wedding gifts and you realize you got some fine china, maybe, and some plates and some silverware and 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 you've got all these blessings from from getting married. Okay. Well, here's what we did. And we were mocked and ridiculed like you could not believe. But in our minds, we were well read. We were well educated at a very early age, and we knew that greatness came from making sacrifices and being focused on what the goals and aspirations were. We um went into a little, a little tiny apartment. We put everything valuable to us in storage. Okay, so anything that was valuable in storage in our apartment, our dining room table was a cardboard fold down. You know, the four, the four fold down. You know, yep. legs with a cardboard top folding table. We had like. Walmart padded chairs. Um, Love it. Our fine china was like plasticware and plastic plates for, for a bit because um, we kept some things in storage because we were moving around. Um, we put our stuff in storage. We we put our valuables in a car and we moved around from place to place, meeting people, building relationships, starting people into the business, working with them for a little bit, and then we moved to another spot. And so we didn't have a place where we were rooted and called home. One time we called a third party higher authority, a leader in our company, and said, Hey, we're gonna have a big gathering. We're gonna do a training. Would you come in and, and stay with us? And he said, sure. So we came in and he came over to our apartment. And he's like, This is how you do it. Because we had um, you know, we didn't have a fancy bed and we just said, we need you to know we're in building mode. We're in building mode and and we're, we apologize in advance if we're not pretty enough on the outside or impressing you enough on the outside enough, but this is what we have. And he said, if that's where you're at, I'm going to meet you where you're at. And he came over and slept in a sleeping bag on our house. And this was a guy that was worth a fortune in our mind at the time. And instead of going down the street to the hotel, he stayed with us to meet us where we were. And I'll never forget that. And I really appreciated that. But that was something in my mind that was Crazy because we didn't look pretty in the beginning. We saved that for later.
0: Right. So, what do you say to the networker, the affiliate marketer who's watching this today, Scott, that's thinking, yeah, but, you know, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, but I've been trying to do this. I've been struggling for 15 years. Yeah, but I'm in my mid 60s. I'm not, you know, in college anymore. Yeah, but whatever.
1: You know Mm -hmm. so to that person who wants to say yeah but i mean i always have an interview process and i'll say sue um on a scale of one to ten how badly do you want do you want the thing that you want most so let's identify that first and so we identify that thing and i say so this is the thing or the event or the moment that would be the creme de la creme of what matters more to you than anything yes And you don't have it yet no i don't if you do how to get it you'd already have it correct that's right so how badly do you want it and 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 i'm looking for nines and tens like it's that important so sue are you willing to make certain sacrifices so that that can occur and that's the mindset that you're looking for you know um how badly do you want it and what gloria are you are you willing to give up in order for that to happen Um, What I love most about what this industry presents is that it doesn't matter whether you're 19 or you're, you know, 89, there is a place for every single person potentially with the right company to fit in this space. You and I both know that.
0: Yeah. So Scott, this is one of my personal pet peeves about our industry is that I hear so many people saying, oh, you can just fit it in the nooks and crannies and make $100,000 a year. So I was talking to somebody having a one-on-one conversation with one of my team members earlier this week. And uh, I was asking her realistically, how much time could she put into building her business? She said, well, I could work. mm, Well, I can't work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. And I'd already asked her what her goal was, how much money she wanted to make. And so I just had to flat out say, well, you know, and this woman is in her late 60s. And it's like, well, you don't have time. I mean, if you're going to work two, maybe three days a week for a couple hours yep. and you want to make, you know, four plus figures every month and, and not just a thousand dollars a month, but more than that every month. I said, "Well, how many people do you think? How many companies are going to hire you, working six hours a week, and pay you ten thousand dollars a month? That's just not the way it works. You have to work, right? That's right.
1: That's right. Absolutely. And you know, Glory, what's what's fascinating is uh, we all get it. I mean." people should be responsible they should have a way to afford you know their basic needs and they should have that job in place so I assume that you know someone's going to be working 35 40 40 hours a week at their job so here's the crazy part it's like now you have a second job do you do you want to have to have a second job no but if, if your dream is big enough you realize it's necessary so now I'm saying how many how much time every night, can you put into your business? So literally someone that wants to be successful in network marketing, they have to think like, I'm going to come home from work and I'm going to switch my hat around now. And I'm going to be about relationship building and telling the story of the business I'm building so that I can live a life of freedom. And that's going to require time. There's no way to mince words about around that. Um, You're going to have to turn the evenings in to your new job in, in network marketing. Do you agree with that or not? Agree? I,
0: I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, uh, my heart goes out to those people that are working full time because they mm-hmm. need to, you know, yep. support their family because it's not easy. Right. You know, it is not easy to build this, build in this industry. I don't know any, any business, any entrepreneur, whether you're uh, a plumber or an accountant or, A lawyer, you know, if you want to make a full-time income, I don't know any business where let's just sit back on easy street, maybe work two hours a day, something like that, and make a you know, make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't know any business like that. Do you, Scott?
1: No, no, I don't. It all it all takes a tremendous amount of hard work.
0: Yeah. And being crazy.
1: And being crazy. So when we made, you know, everybody likes to poke fun. Oh, you gotta make one of those lists. Well everything is a list in my mind i mean you yeah it's christmas time you, you ask kids for what a list you know what would you like for christmas um it's your birthday what do you ask them for a list so we we all work off of lists so here's the thing about people being successful in the industry you don't want to build a team of mediocre people you want to build a team of great people and and so i start in my mind who are the current hardest working people i know that are out there hoofing it every day And, and so when I made that list of people, I didn't say who are the laziest, who are the people that are the most likely to lose in their life. I said, who are the most likely to win? Who are, who are succeeding, who are hoofing it every day. And I thought about hardworking people that took pride in what they did. And those were the people that we called and contacted. And as a result, I will tell you That was the quintessential component to building a team quickly that had staying power because the relationship was there and the busiest people get the the most things done and they know that they don't have business hours. They're not working nine to five. They're working whatever it takes. And so when we go and inspire and recruit and sit down and talk with people that have the mentality, whatever it takes. Those are the people most likely to say yes to whatever someone's business is. Do you agree with that?
0: Totally. A hundred percent. And yet, don't you find, Scott, that most people do what they call recruit down because they're afraid to talk to that person that they perceive of as being more successful than they are. And they say, oh, well, they're not going to be interested. They're already super successful. They're already an ABC company, whatever, right? So we have a tendency as human beings to recruit down. And then we say, well, I'm just trying to help the little guy, which is great. There's nothing wrong with trying to help the little guy, right? Nothing wrong with that at all. But are you also looking for the people that truly are willing to do what it takes make the sacrifices be crazy, right?
1: That's right, because the wrong kind of crazy is thinking that you're going to recruit down somehow because that's where your ego won't be affected uh, the most. We think that if we're told no by people that we recruit down to, that doesn't hurt as much as someone who's already successful potentially rejecting us. We think that that's going to hurt a lot more, but that is actually the fatal flaw is thinking that we're going to go find a bunch of people that don't have enough going on in their life, where they are you know, um, suffering and, and they need a handout, uh, that we go recruit those people. In fact, they, they're the most high maintenance. They're the people that are likely to waste the most amount of our time because they might not uh, value the concept of hustle. The good side of crazy is we built our DMO, our daily method of operation. And we would not let ourselves go to sleep until we had that evening after hours, we called it, you know, it was, it was our business plan. It was a, it was a briefing. It was a presentation. It was an overview, whatever you want to call it. We did that every night, you know, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and sometimes Friday night. That was our DMO. And there was no limit on where we would go or how we would travel. I mean, sometimes our cars had miles on them. And I know this predates the concept of the usefulness of Zooms today, but it was still that mentality. So now, of course, we have technology. So what's the excuse? We just walk from that room to this room, get in front of our computer, and you're having your conference. If people could see that it's not appropriate to call the day over until... You met the definition of crazy, which was showing your business model to someone every single day. That's what it takes,
0: so Scott, obviously you and Juliet were in this together right from the very beginning. Is that correct correct that's that's pretty darn unique, wouldn't you say
1: it's it's very unique oftentimes it's one of, it's it's a situation where someone's spouse or significant other will say, "Oh honey, that's for you um because they didn't want to. Uh, lower themselves to the standard of being a network marketer. And so fortunately, um, Juliet and I were on the same page, you know, really from, from day one. And, and we always have been. So we've complimented each other very well in in this particular space. She's great at things that I'm not great at and vice versa. And that makes for a good win when there's when there's two people in the household.
0: Yeah. So, Scott, let me ask you this question. What do your in-laws think about you now?
1: They love us. <laughs> they absolutely love us. And there's no more debates or questions or topics. And, and when there's family events, guess whose house everybody comes over to? <laughs> our, our house. You know, we've got yeah. this and, and this is where people enjoy being. And now there's great respect for this topic, but guess what? I take that as a privilege because network marketing is probably the least understood career that's out there, and yet it is responsible for having the most significant impact across the board on all lives um, in, in over the history of time. And today, I think the statistic Gloria is somewhere around you know one in five or six households are now in a network marketing company. And yeah. for anyone watching this, I would say. Remember this story i just had an, a sit down interview with a banker friend of mine and i mm-hmm. said how's it going and he says from a banking perspective and i said yeah from a banking perspective and he said it is really tough you know the things that we have that we have relied on over time to make money as a bank to earn interest by giving people lines of credit personally and professionally business lines of credit to give out credit cards, to refinance and have mortgages and carry people's mortgages. These are the things that allow us to make money, even simply having savings accounts. And a lot of people don't understand banking, but you think that putting your money in a bank is a safe thing to do. Fine. Well, they're using your money overnight to make money in ways that you don't know how to do. So we have fewer deposits going in, more debt, and banks are not as willing today to. Um, share the wealth, if you will. They're not as willing to give out the loans and extend those lines of credit. So they're struggling. What does that tell us? It tells us now more than ever that people are in a tough, tough spot and they're willing to learn new things. And they're willing to listen to someone that's confident about where they're headed and they want to get on the crazy train. They're tired of the boring train. They're tired of the ho-hum train. They wanna get on the crazy train and they're waiting for you to say, I have a crazy idea, Gloria. I've got a flipping crazy thought and I wanna share it with you. Are you open to me sharing something crazy with you? I don't care if you laugh. I know where I'm headed and I know where I'm going and I'm willing to have you be a part of this crazy train. Will you allow me to share a crazy thought with you or a crazy idea? And see, because it's the minority of things, the very, the very thought of discussing network marketing makes the whole thing crazy. So yeah. my question for people is, why not look around and recognize that historically, in the history of history, network marketing has always had the best ability to thrive when things weren't the best in the economy. So right now would be a great opportunity, just like in the market, buying low and selling high. The, the the confidence level in the economy right now is at a low. It means that people are looking around. What can I do with my time? How can I make extra money? And they're waiting for the coolest sounding crazy idea to cross their plate. We cannot afford to be scared. We need to be brave. We need to be bold. We need to roll up our sleeves and realize that the next person that walks past you, the next friend that crosses your mind, that's the phone call that needs to be made. That's the person we need to sit down with. And that that should be the DMO every day. Building a business and network marketing is not hard when you allow your mind to get a little crazy.
0: I love it. So, Scott, what crazy thing are you working on these days?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um
0: I know that was a totally unexpected question.
1: More more to come on this, Gloria. Maybe we'll do a part two on this podcast. Um, Okay. When I look into, I'll just just give you a little glimpse. When I look around right now, inside of the 1099 independent marketing space right now, home-based business network marketing space at large, there are tens of millions of people just in network marketing 1099 space that do not have good health insurance. They do not have appropriate benefits in place right now to handle and take care of that unforeseen, unexpected circumstance. I can't tell you over the years how many times I've been told, listen, I'm supplementing. I'm being healthy. I've done everything I can to make an impact on this space. But what I really want to know is what happens if I have to go to the hospital or I need a surgery or I break a bone or. Juliet has a baby. she won't be having any more of those, but just yeah. <laughs> um, what happens then? Oh, just keep yourself enough, healthy enough and 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 make enough money to where it doesn't matter what the medical expenses are. I bought that advice decades ago. I know that it's terrible thinking today because the number one reason today, while successful network marketers are filing bankruptcy, it's because they don't have a plan in place. They didn't have a plan in place. And now they can't afford the unexpected, huge medical expense that's coming down the pike. I'll give you a little example. I mean, Gloria, I don't know if on camera you can see this scar right here.
0: Yep. Yep. Just last
1: March, I was skiing and I destroyed this thumb skiing and I had to have a surgery. Just the facility charge. We're not talking about the surgeon. We're not talking about anesthesia. We're not talking about the instruments that it took to put my thumb back together and get my nerves and tendons and everything put back together. We're talking about the facility. The facility alone was $30,000. And you know what? That's enough to make people file bankruptcy. So I guess when you say, you know, is there anything taking up my time and attention right now? I'm really into the concept of, of protecting network marketers from the thought of having to go bankrupt. And it, doesn't take much money at all to be smart and put the right health care plans, health care benefits or the right health insurance policy in place so that you can put your head on the pillow at night and just go live your life. And if you break your thumb and have to have a thirty thousand dollar facility charge, it's not the end of the world. But how valuable I mean, I don't know. Let me ask you, Gloria, when you hear that. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Does that resonate to you in this space of network markets that we protect ourselves from the number one reason why people lose it all? What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah. I mean, as you know, Scott, I was living in Canada for the last 30 years with socialized medicine. I moved back to the States two years ago. I am born and raised in the States. Moved back here two years ago. And it was like, holy smokes. You know, I was aware. <laughs> uh, that you know there wasn't socialized medicine in the U.S. because I grew up here, right? I'm an American, <clears throat> but I hadn't lived here for 30 years, and so all of a sudden I moved back, and I now understand, you know, a third of the people don't have any insurance at all, mm-hmm. no, no way to pay for their health care, right? A third of people are underinsured, and a third of people are paying too much, right? So it's it's a significant problem. And so Scott, I love what you're doing. Love, 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 love what you're doing. So we will definitely come back for part B of this for sure.
1: Well, that sounds great, Gloria. Absolutely. You know, and and I I guess just, you know, one more, one more thing, the world is changing fast. And if we're not crazy enough to stay ahead of all these changes that are coming down the pike. I mean, you know, this AI is now playing a huge role in, yeah. in all the possibilities of, of developing teams. So the whole concept of I have to be smart, good looking, attractive, educated, all wordsmithy and, and have the right lingo and the right you know swag about me, or I could never be a successful network marketer. All of those objections that are really psychological challenges for people, not having enough personal belief and self-confidence in themselves, that stuff really is, is out the window today with what's happening. You said YouTube. So when you learn how and know how to use social media appropriately to be magnetic and to, and to create the right kind of story, um, that's useful. Um, knowing the right kind of of, of of artificial intelligence that's out there that's available, that's helpful. And I'd say most importantly, that you know, people today need to realize that when they say yes to a network marketing company, the right company is in fact important. I'd say this may be a chicken and egg thing, but you also need to have the right kind of crazy in the person you're gonna team up with and partner with. You need someone to be equally yoked with you that has a vested interest in your success that is also crazy. And you need crazy accountability. I think that's a really a really key term right there. We go through life right now, and everybody wants to fold their arms and no one wants to be accountable anymore. What gives you the right to tell me what to do? Or what gives you the right to think that way about me? Don't judge me like that. These are things that people think to right. themselves and the reality is is we need to be held accountable. The person that thinks they're going to go through life without accountability is fatally flawed. So that's my final thought is is look for crazy accountability and embrace it full tilt.
0: Love it. Thank you Scott so much for sharing your ideas. I love your crazy ideas. I love your ideas on crazy. Thank you so much Scott. Really really appreciate it.
1: Thank you Gloria.
2: Can you really build multiple streams of income? Or are you just losing focus and not building anything? For years I believed what I was told. You need to focus all of your efforts on one thing and one thing only. But personal experience taught me a very different lesson. In the last five months I've personally recruited 559 people in four different companies. That's an average of over 110 people a month. And that's just me. That doesn't include what my team is doing. I challenge you to find one top leader who is telling you to focus on one thing only, who is personally recruiting over 110 people a month. Want to learn my secret? Find out how to get access to my done-for-you 100% rejection-free recruiting system. If you can copy and paste, you can get results with this system. Go to www.gloriamcdonalds.com slash 100RF.